As we talk about being for and for our community, uh, I only thought it appropriate to, to talk to somebody who has had a huge impact in being for our community. And I want to invite my friend Russ McDowell, friend of Gathering Point, a longtime attender and leader of the church. And I just wanted to have him talk through us and walk with us on the journey of what it's meant for him to be for Kankakee County and our community in the last few months. So Russ, I just want to welcome you here uh, today and uh, welcome you to, to this conversation. And I just want to hear, because you have got a, a, an unbelievable story of how God used you and how God's using you and all that. And I want to just bring the people up today. The pandemic hit. You're the general manager of Baker Square. And how were you able to leverage that? And how were people using that to be for our community? Go ahead. Right. So, um, you know, kind of going back here to, uh, uh, you know, er early uh, middle, middle April, I, I think it was, uh, um, you know, uh, myself and, and the people that worked in the restaurant and, and the community, you know, we, we were all kind of on the same timeline. Um, you know, there was a, a two week uh, uh, close down and then uh, um, uh, I was under the impression that we possibly could open up in two weeks. Uh, but as things progressed with the pandem pandemic, um, you know, two weeks turned into six weeks. Uh, and as we all know, that turned into 10 weeks. Um, but, but really, it going into that third week of the, the, the government shutdown is what I think it was called. And uh, there was no longer any uh, dining room service. Um, you know, it became very clear to me uh, as an operator um, that, you know, we were going to have to change our business model. Yeah, pivot. Right. Yeah. How, how do you survive in this environment? Right. Um, what do you do? Right. And uh, um, so, you know, initially, um, you know, we just shut down the dining room. We we cut our staffing levels um, and uh, we let everyone know that we were open for carryout service. Sure. And uh, um, just, just kind of that 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 was all that we were going to do. Um, you know, shortly after that, uh, you know, maybe a week into it, um, I received a phone call from uh, 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 a, f a friend of ours from Gathering Point, and uh, he wanted to um, support a local restaurant and uh, also uh, um, support the local fire department and asked if, uh, um, if he uh, paid for meals uh, for, the, for the fire department, if, if I would prepare them and deliver them. That's awesome. Yeah, that, that was unbelievable. I thought, wow, that's fantastic. Thank you for doing that. Thanks for, for, for allowing me to be a part of it uh, and Baker Square. So um, went ahead and did that. And then, uh, um, of course, the, uh, you know, uh, the people that worked at Baker Square, they were excited just to, to be doing something. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah. Um, you know, carry out sales, just that's not why people came to Baker Square. Right. They came to get a delicious pie or, you know, they bring a group of friends in, uh, you know, after church on Sunday. Uh, but literally, when it came to carry out, we weren't their first choice. Well, and I think to stop there, I mean, you did an extraordinary job and we're, we're operator of the year of all Baker Square just a few years ago because you created a culture at Baker Square of family, not only with the staff, but also the regular attenders that would, would call Baker Square their home. And you, you had this whole community and then that's pandemic is, is rough. And so you get to do this. And so, so the first meal, somebody donates money and, and you feed, and th then what happens from there? Right, so, um, you know, uh, initially I'd, uh, the, to, the, to the, uh, the person who donated the, uh, or purchased the meals, um, I, I asked them if, if I could put something on, you know, social media, um, you know, it was 
it's kind of a an event and, and you know um, certainly I was grateful and wanted to recognize him and uh, uh, you know wanted to uh, you know just get drop, drop a plug for Baker Square and, and, and the Bourbon A Fire Department and initially uh, he said no um, you know I'm, I'm not about drawing attention to myself um, it, it just I just want to do the right thing and uh, um, so I certainly uh, you know I, I understood and I was okay with it uh, and then uh, oddly enough about two hours later he called me back and said hey Russ I've been thinking about this and I've decided that um, it's okay to put it on, on social media if you'd like uh, but under one condition and, and that is that you would challenge others in our community uh, to do the same yeah to be to be for the community yeah to be for community be so for then what happened? I love this. so I I thanked uh, I thanked uh, uh, him and uh, um, uh, you know, I, 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 uh, I'd taken some pictures um, of the delivery of the food and, um, uh, you know, just to look on the, the, the firemen's uh, uh, faces. And uh, um, I took my time writing a post on Facebook. It just wasn't a point, a click, and then an emoji. It was, it was you know, a couple paragraphs sure, and it, sure. it was a little story. Yeah. yeah. And uh, um, I, just, I just put it out there. Yeah. And uh, um, the craziest thing happened. It, within you know less than thirty minutes, I had a couple more requests for others that wanted to do the same. So um, and these are like thousand dollar orders. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. It was no joke. Yeah. Um, so it was no joke. And, and one of them was for uh, um, to, to feed feed the homeless. <laughs> wow. And uh, the condition on that one uh, from this particular uh, gal was that I personally deliver it, that she wanted to make sure that the homeless in Kankakee County knew that they were loved and that they were thought of. And uh, um, I, I mean, this woman was meticulous how she wanted it prepared, uh, the temperature, the time. I, and, and I would certainly, I mean, right away, I, I understood, you know, that this is a responsibility uh, so I did that. Um, abs I asked her if I could post something on social media. She said she uh, that she, absolutely she was okay with that. In fact, she asked me to send her pictures or uh, tag her name on, on the post. Um, and, and that's that's where the, this whole thing kind of starts to to you know really it had a little bit of traction. But at this point, it was out of the mud and it was on asphalt and it was uh, just it was out of control. Um, so. People in our community just started donating. Hey, I want to feed the homeless too. I'm going to send you $100. Hey, Russ, I want to be a part of this. Where do I send the money? Russ, I want to take care of a week's worth of meals, enough for 20 people a day. Can you take care of that? Um, you know, when it was all said and done, uh, you know, I, it was interesting. I'd be on my phone trying to thank someone for their donation and my phone was vibrating. I, I couldn't keep up. Um, and, uh, uh, I, I, you know, I, I think in the end, uh, um, we served over a thousand meals and, uh, um, you know, and, and that was all paid for by our community. In, in the process you modeled, hey, we're not, we don't, we don't want to have a standard of living. We're, we're giving a standard for living. And you, you were a channel and a conduit that really made a huge impact in our community, but corporate Baker Square isn't doing as well as local Baker Square. 
the pandemic moves on. Yeah, so you know it, you know it, it's fair to say that I was very aware that um, Baker Square wasn't on sound financial footing before sure. the pandemic. In sure. fact, uh, in January, uh, we closed over 20 stores. Right. Uh, filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Um, was reorganizing, and uh, um, you know, it, this wasn't looking good for the stores that remained. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, this. Uh, so while while I noticed, uh, um, you know, we had a tremendous entree counts throughout uh, uh, um, th- this period. Uh, I, I didn't know if it was enough. Right. And uh, um, you know, a couple things happened. Uh, you know, obviously, I was so overwhelmed and excited by the generosity of our community. Um, but something that happened to me personally was, um, like, I, I found myself in the middle of something bigger than me. Okay. Um, and, you know, to me, that bigness was God's good purpose. And, uh, you know, for me, that was, that was life-changing. Um, you know, I, I I realized, you know, a long time ago that, um, you know, as a new Christian and, and um, you know, uh, just trying to figure things out that if I'm probably the most important thing I can do um, is to be the hands and feet. And uh, um, I had to keep reminding myself that during this time. Um, Hey Russ, I know this is the last minute notice, but can you deliver? <laughs> and I kept telling myself, "Of course I can." Hands and feet, hands and feet. And uh, um, uh, so a- as it played out, um, uh, you know, my my story, uh, um, the, and even the story of Baker Square, uh, an aging uh, restaurant. Um, I'm. I was part of something that was bigger than me as it was coming to an end. Yeah. And uh, um, what, what's it like being an owner operator that has been at the, the very top of all the Baker squares and now you're having to look at this family community, the community not only of your customers, but also the employees and you're having to navigate and walk through this with them and tell them, I, I mean, that's, that's a tough conversation. Yeah, that was challenging. So, you know, as uh, um, you know, I was putting on this very public face of right. look what we're doing in the community. Right. You know, hey, join us. This, you know, this is important work that we're doing yeah. um, uh, because it's his work, not, right. not ours. And, uh, I, you know, that from the guests walking in the door, uh, guests that had eaten in that building for 30 years. Sure. Sit at the same table for 30 <laughs> years. Right. At the same time on the same day of the week. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, they were appreciated by, you know, the staff and, and, and by the managers. Um, and, uh, you know, we became part of their story and uh, they became part of ours. And uh, they, you know, they, they would look me right in the eye and they'd say, Russ, you know, are we going to be able to eat here next week? Mm-hmm. And so, I, you know, I struggled with knowing that that probably wasn't going to happen. Right. But also wanting to be understanding and empathetic sure. to, to their feelings. Right. And, um, uh, and the same thing from the team members that worked there. Team members that, you know, worked in that building for, for you know, 27, 29, 30 years. Uh, the, the team members that agreed to work 
while mm -hmm. others were choosing, I'll take some time off. Right. You know, uh, people that had a, a, a vested interest in Baker Square yeah. said, I'll show up. Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, asking me, hey, do you think, do you think they're going to open the dining room next week? Yeah. Um, and, and me just looking them in the eye and saying, I, I don't know. Right. Um, I hope that, I hope that we do, but I, I don't know. Baker Square closes. Yep. For sale. Um, you you have this this staff family and you're you're going, but God, you know, hey, we were doing all this stuff for the community. You were using this as a conduit. H how are you processing that? And what's God go go back to what's God teaching you in the midst of that? Yeah. So you know, early on, um, as I began a, a relationship with with God. Um, a little bit over 12 years ago uh, that uh, God took the urge for, for me to drink away. And, uh, um, you know, I, I've kind of followed my, my prayer life. And, you know, initially um, I would pray to God and I'd say, you know, God, give me strength. Give me courage. Um, you know, I was asking for a lot. Just, just give this to me. Um, and, and then, you know, as things started to change and they started to get some years of sobriety under me, um, I would ask God in my prayer life to, to show me. You know, show me how to be a better husband. Show me how to be a better dad. You know, show me how to be a better leader. Um, and, and he did those things, and he yeah. showed me. Yeah. Um, and, and then, you know, years after that, um, my, my prayer language changed. It changed to, God, just, just use me. Use me for your good purpose, not mine. And uh, um, so, so for me, uh, I guess to answer the question um, would be, you know, I, I've always struggled with having low self-esteem or, or, or not fitting in um, and, you know, uh, honestly, not being good enough. Hmm. And, uh, um, you know, I'm very aware of, you know, because of my choices, um, I've left a trail of wreckage behind me. And uh, um, one thing that I've learned through this, uh, uh, this whole um, pandemic, um, being for Kankakee in our community, um, you know, uh, being overwhelmed by the generosity of the people that live in Kankakee County is that if God thinks enough of me, not only to give me grace and mercy, sure. but to use me for his good purpose, is that I matter. Yeah. Like, I matter to God. You know, the, the guy that's made, you know, made some really bad choices and left a trail of wreckage behind him, that, that I matter. And uh, that, that's life-changing. Russ, sometimes I think it's hard for, for me and probably others um, to hear, like, what do you mean you don't matter, Russ? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, what do you mean self-esteem? You, you were at the top of, of your particular environment and game. Um, you, you're, you're known around here as a servant and someone who's, who's for other people and trying to help them. And so I think there's, there's going to be a liberating component to people who are watching today going, wait, Russ has struggled with being okay with Russ? 
uh, because what did you ultimately have to figure out then and what, what's the turning point of that and, and what are you now realizing about God and how God views Russ? Yeah, so, you know, um, I, and I'm not sure how I came to some of these conclusions. You sure. Know, um, things that happened to me when I was younger, uh, experiences, uh, maybe something someone said or the way right. someone looked at me, I, I'm right. not sure. Um, but for, for me to, you know, I, I've learned just to be honest. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I'm not exactly sure um, why I have low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like I said, I'm always trying to fit in. Um, you know, I, I, I believe that um, for me that I was always searching for the next thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately I found out the only thing that can, can fill me up is God's love. Yeah. Let's let's kind of pause there, and I, I want to go from you. You've been very committed to being for our community, very tangible. You've been a conduit for others to be able to be for our community. Uh, that business goes away right now, um, unemployed and, and looking for work and caring for those employees and all that. Um, pretty soon, and I think this is this will be the opportunity we can say is we're going to be able to start opening up small gatherings, 50 or less. So this means. You know, middle school is going to be into the building soon. And this also means that Celebrate Covery, which is something that you're heavily involved in and a leader in is that, is going to open too. How does now your involvement in Celebrate Recovery, um, how does that shift the same focus and passion that you've had being for our community now in a pandemic? For someone who may be thinking about even joining Celebrate Recovery, or maybe somebody thinks, well, I just have a minor addiction. What what would you, first, let's start with that. What would you tell to somebody if they said, I just have a minor addiction or a manageable addiction? What would you say to that? Yeah, so, um, you know, I, and I remember when I I said those same same things, um, uh, that, you know, I'll deal with this later. I'm just not ready or, um, you know, I'm okay. I'm good. Right, right. It's not not a real thing. That's right. right. So, um, you know, you, you kind of have to look in the mirror and, um, you know, it, you usually you'll find that, you know, there's probably some denial going on there. Right. Um, but uh, I, I guess I would tell you, um, and, you know, uh, it, it took most, I drank most of my adult life, you know, 20 years lost. Um, and if there's one thing I've learned throughout, uh, you know, my story is that later problems always become greater problems. So, um, you know, if if you're honest with yourself and you ask yourself that question, um, I I think we both know the answer. Right. Yeah. So if someone is watching today and says, okay, I need to be with people. This pandemic has not brought out the best in me for whatever their particular, you know, thing they do to experience a dopamine hit of some sort. invite them to celebrate recovery when they walk in how, how do they do that and when will that happen yeah so i, I can help you with that so um you know i, I can tell you uh, initially um it, that when you walk into the room and we meet right here at gathering point on uh, on, on tuesday nights um uh, large group starts at 7 7 p.m and uh, if you need any more information on that email dane matthews right here at uh, uh, gathering point um, but when you walk into the room, you look around and you're going to, uh, and I've seen this 
play out over and over um, when, when newcomers walk in. They look around the room, they kind of, you know, scan the, the room and, you know, looking for their people, you know, people that look like them, people that dress like them. Um, and, and sometimes that happens and sometimes it doesn't. But was, what does happen is immediately you find yourself in the middle of a room. Sometimes there's 20 people, sometimes there's 40, uh, sometimes in between. And after about 15 minutes, um, the first timers always tell me, I, I can't believe this. I, I feel like I've known these people my whole life. They're, they're just like me. So you gotta give it 15 minutes. Yeah, 15 minutes. All right, there's if, your- If there's it's your... not working for you, just get up and go. So that's your thing. If you don't get your food in 15 minutes, <laughs> now it's, if you could just right. give me 15 minutes. Yeah, so- I um, love that. Yeah, so, so Celebrate Recovery, um, it's a Christ-centered 12-step program. Right. And uh, um, it, it works. And it's, uh, it's gonna be here in person, real people, obviously social distance, and if you know, uh, th those pieces will, will be spelled out and you'll be able to click below in the email to, to sign up for that. But Russ, I wanna say just um, thanks, and I know you're gonna have issues with that. I, I get that, I understand that, and, and I appreciate that, but um, you're modeling something which is bigger than the things that you're saying, and you found ways to be for your neighbor, to love your neighbor, and when you had the avenue for, for food and restaurant, you've done that and you've modeled that well. You've been a conduit for other people to make an impact in the community. And even though your your business has been shut down and, and that is, is no more, um, you're still investing in lives and finding ways while you're figuring out what the next step and the next click is forward. And, and I just wanna thank you for being honest and vulnerable with us today because uh, hope seems to be on short supply these days and nobody has to go it alone. And I wanna thank, thank you for your time and, and meeting with us here today. So as we close here today, um, you know, below I want you to look at the email and celebrate recovery is one of those things, but I also want you to figure out ways that you can figure out how can I be for, what's one small step this week that I can be for a neighbor, for a coworker, uh, just encourage someone some way this week as we continue to make it through this together. So can I pray with you as we close here today? Let's pray. God, today I'm so grateful for the creativity that the Holy Spirit puts in us where even in the midst of pandemic, even in the midst of job loss, even in the midst of uncertainty, you have a way of moving and interacting if we'll pay attention to call us to, to be something bigger than ourselves, more than ourselves, and there's things that you wanna grow us into being more and more like you. I'm grateful for Russ today and his story, even though uh, the, his story's had ups and downs and twists and turns, it's your story. And thank you for helping him to surrender his story. And would you encourage each one of us here today to surrender our story to your story? And for that, we'll give you thanks and praise. We love you, amen. Thanks for joining us today.